Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. David here, one up gaming. Gonna have a quick go. I keep saying we're gonna have a quick go. We're not playing a bloody game. This is gonna be our podcast. This is podcast 386 of the one up gaming podcast. Um, as always, we're sponsored by Games Inspired Music, and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. And I don't even know why I chose that charity. I think it's because at the time when we were doing the, the album, I just saw and heard a lot about people doing the 24-hour streams and the gaming things and donating a lot of proceeds to Child's Play. So I thought, well, I'll jump on the bandwagon and if you buy this album, 20% of each set will go to the Child's Play charity. So that is what we do in essence. And we do have our first 100 podcasts available from audiobooksontape.com. And one pound of each sale will go to the. Can you see that? One pound of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK charity. So that is all of our stuff there. Um, I will say we are going to be giving away the EA Sports FC 24 Xbox game. I'm going to be checking the. Uh, do we still have it up? Yeah, we still have it up. I'm going to be checking the to see if we have any late entries. I've just put a Twitter, Twitter, a tweet up, or an X up, whatever you want to call it, um, on our Twitter account. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll go through and see what we're, what. This is this is just going to be a long episode, isn't it? It's going to be a long episode. If anyone watches this and thinks, "Oh my God, you're an idiot," 
I could do better. Please email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk. I would love to have other people guest host and come on and have a chat. See what you guys are playing, what games uh, you're all doing, games you're doing. You get me just, and we can have a quick conversation and we'll see where we are in relation to random strangers on the street. So, as always, we're going to talk about the games and stuff that we were playing this week, some of the movies we've been watching this week. Um, I'll write down another movie I've just remembered. There we go. Uh, I've wrote another movie down, which I just remembered. It was a really good movie. Come back to that later. Hi, I'm Matt Cap, the lead artist on uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth and the creator of Castle in Darkness, and I listen to the One Up podcast. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in the night. I'm sweating all day. I'm sweating all day. I'm sweating. But first of all, um, we will go through the games we've been playing this week. So first of all, lasers. Now, some of these games I get sent to review. And a lot of them, the developers are just happy that we've played the game and put a video up on YouTube. Um, that goes to show how good the game actually is. Um, some of them are actually fun to play, but they don't score well as a full game. Simply because it's got a little gimmick that's quite fun. But if you were to charge 20 quid, 30 quid and play that game for 50 hours... It would be mind-numbingly boring as hell to play that game. So sometimes it's fun just to quickly load the game, have a quick blast of it and see how things go. And Lasers, unfortunately, is a game that I think would suffer from being like reviewed, uh, like a full review. But it's actually quite fun. The essence of the game is a third-person action sort of game you can play either single player or as a multi multiplayer sort of game it's you against a maze trying to get through to the end so imagine uh i can't even remember the hell some of these games are called now but imagine like we played like the like a marble i can't remember did we play it on this game or was it that was it last week maybe last week um, it was like Marble Champions, I think it was. Whereas you and like 20 other people trying to get to the end of the level first and you got points based on your skills. This is a very similar concept, but it's like a third-person action game with booby traps and jumps and things like that. Lasers, which is the essence of the name of the game. There's sections of it where there's like a laser that comes across the floor and you have to run along, jump, otherwise you get your legs sliced off. And it's one of those games where it's budget, like really budget, but it's quite fun at the same time. It uses the same sort of gimmick as the, uh, I guess I'd say Resident Evil, like the original Resident Evil movie. And with that, you know, the, the laser scene where it comes along, cuts up into little things and slices him into little dices. It's, it uses that sort of gimmick, so when the, the laser comes across, you flop to the floor in like two halves and stuff, and it's quite fun. It's fun, but it's rubbish. 
It's an absolutely train wreck of a game, but I enjoyed playing it. Think of that as you wish. I just thought it was um, a really weird, weird game, and it's one of those games where you play it, have a bit of a laugh, and then after 20 minutes you turn it off and you just delete it and never touch it ever again. But Lasers, it's available on Steam. Um, have a look at that. Um, now I've got a couple of retro games in here. So we've got one for the PlayStation 2 and that is Home Alone. And I had this game for the Mega Drive, like Home Alone. I didn't even realise they did a Home Alone game on the PlayStation 2 and it's basically, imagine like like a maze Pac-Man sort of game but you can have weapons and traps and things like that but it is a very very simple basic Pac-Man style 3D game and all the enemies look identical and the mazes look identical. The game's so slow, uh, monotonous. It is just a bad game. Uh, I think, was it Matt Midas that, that have released this one? There's a couple of games and that just sticks to the other head. But yeah, this game was horrendous. It's got a little kid with blonde hair that looks nothing like Macaulay Culkin. And it is just a bad, bad game. Keep away from it, stay away from it, play it only if you want to put it on YouTube and say, look how bad that game looks. So that is that. <laughs> so next up we have Robot Arena 3. And I couldn't tell you what Robot Arena 1 or 2 looks like, but I did have a quick go at Robot Arena 3. And this reminds me so much of the Robot Wars that came out on the PlayStation 2. Where graphically they look okay, but they very, very lack any kind of um, physicality. So when you hit an opponent with a hammer or a saw, it doesn't hit as you expect. And it is very, very simple and basic. And then it's got the build your own robots. And when I say robots, I mean like like a four-wheeled sort of like car on the floor with a metal body with a hammer on the top or a saw on the top. And I would love this game if it felt better. If it had that something about it, even if it wasn't as realistic. Uh, it just needs that something to keep you hooked. It just feels off. It feels bad. So Robot Arena 3, I would not recommend. I think it's a basic game that looks quite good. Premier Manager 10. Now this isn't the 10th Premier Manager game, although it maybe could be. This is Premier Manager 2010. And again, this is the last game in the series that I'll be playing for a while. I've played Premier Manager, I think it was like 2 and 3, and then it went from like... 2002, 2003, 2004, all the way through to 2010. And somewhere at the beginning, it had better screens, better options, full 3D game engine. It was amazing. It really was good. And then I'd have a guess that the publisher moved 
to somewhere else and they got their own developer in and they changed the whole engine and then from Premier Manager like, 04 or 05 somewhere around that sort of time it's been the exact same engine so this game is like a five-year-old engine just with updated stats and players so I would say that this game isn't great it it's it's all right to play I enjoyed it but it could have been and should have been so much better and that my friends is Premier Manager 10 right back to the retroness of the PlayStation 2 and we played Beverly Hills Cop now the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy bear in mind I've just seen a trailer for the new Beverly Hills Cop the trilogy itself is one of my all-time favorite series it's almost perfect it's got that bit of realistic violence and gore and the stupidity of three guys getting together and just being idiots and I absolutely loved the movies this is a third person was it third person third per first person Oh, it might have even been first. Oh, God. I think it was first. Mm. Now you've got me questioning things. You've got me questioning things. I am going to stop the audio on the desktop. I am going to go to YouTube. And I'm going to Google this game. Just to see if it was a first or third person game. Right, let's have a look. Oh yeah, definitely first person. Oh god, blast! That's who published this. Um, oh, do you know what? It's not even gonna. It's gonna say. Only oh, you have to watch this. Ah, shut up! I don't want to watch adverts. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm back. Um, so yeah, Beverly Hills Cop, first person really really janky really really bad playability the first level it took me so long to work out what you meant to do because it starts off and it shows like a 3d zoom around of the level and you have to get from your start point into the factory without being seen so like a stealth mission stealth sort of stuff and i was hiding behind a car and people about it's over there and just run straight over to you and you it's like game over basically you have to just walk across the level in a zigzag sort of shape even though you're in full view of the other characters and the enemies it doesn't recognize you if you are moving around the way you're supposed to go if you stand still and try and hide they just automatically know where you are and they know what you're doing and kill you so it starts off on a bad bad note then it moves into like the more of the first person sort of like uh puzzle solving and shooter sort of mechanics and again all of it is really bad it's really really budget it's just a crap engine crap game and i really really was disappointed so beverly hills cop 
do not buy this, do not watch this, do, do not play this game, it's appalling. But, I think it's on Netflix, coming soon, there's a new Beverly Hills Cop movie. I am so, so there, I am so excited for this game. So next up, Paperman Adventure Delivered. Now this is a kid-friendly, third-person, sort of like platform game. And you can change between four characters at certain sort of checkpoints within the levels and all four of them have special abilities and you have to within the open world 3d environment it's got like four different tracks to follow and each track a certain character can only get so far on that level so you need to keep swapping around and moving around and doing that type of thing it's not good the it's one of those games that if Nintendo if Nintendo made this then I can get behind the graphical style it looks cute it looks kiddie friendly as hell but you press the jump button and it's only like 80% of the time you will jump um, and that kills a platform game you need pinpoint just controls they need to be there and that's why the Mario games that's why um, the 2d Rayman games are absolutely amazing because the controls are there and in my opinion that's why sometimes the Sonic games aren't the best because sometimes you go to jump and it doesn't quite register and it's it kills it it really does but Paperman Adventure delivered if you got a kid, if you got a little kid, I'd say five, six-ish. It's not a bad little game for them to play, and I guess it'd be cheap, and it's probably on the Switch. So next up, we have Football Manager 2024. Now I've finally managed to play this game on my little PC, and it worked. It played. It looked quite nice. I was actually really enjoying the game, and. Yeah, I've not really played many of the Football Manager games apart from like the mobile sort of like the iOS sort of versions when I've had the um, the iPad. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't, was it? It was on the Samsung Galaxy Tab. It was Football Manager Touch, so it was basically like the full Football Manager game on with a touchscreen control interface, and I was I quite enjoyed that. It was quite slow though. You know when you're playing on the on the tablet, uh, this game ran a lot better, looked a lot better, and Football Manager it's, in, it's still an amazing an amazing game. Um, so next up, we have a game called Unrestricted Unrestricted Pest Control, and this one is. Well, I'd have a guess it is a top-down twin sticky sort of shooter game and it was very simple looking um, but it was just not it played okay it was just it was just really cheap looking 
it really cheap feeling sort of game but it plays alright it looks bad yeah it looks bad very very cheap animation very cheaply made enemies and content but it plays okay and that's the main it is that is the, the main gist of the game there so I would say that it plays good enough and yeah I, I wouldn't I, I just wouldn't buy it yeah I wouldn't buy it sorry yeah nah 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 so un unrestricted pest control next up the Morbius machine and this one I just had to quickly google it because I didn't actually know what the the game actually was because I, I couldn't remember because I've played quite a lot of like um, like games but I've got a scent and when you play five or six games in a day you kind of lose touch of where you are and what you've played but the Morbius machine is a rather nice sort of twin stick platform shooter puzzle game it uses a 3d engine on a 2d plane so a 2.5d game kind of like a, a metroid sort of game you get new powers new controls it's alien worlds it's really really nicely done the controls are nice the graphics are nice it plays well it might be one of the better games of this week it's probably the second best game this week yeah i'd say the second best game this week behind football manager 2024 but yeah the morbius machine i would recommend giving it a go see what you think i would have a guess it's out on all the consoles it looked nice it played nice and the final game that i played this week was 3d printmaster simulator and if anyone can't work out this is a full 3d full 3d it's a game that is a 3d printer simulator so you start off you have to fix up your shop you have to buy the print machine you have to go into a little computer within the game to order all the parts then they all get delivered you have to then put all the parts together put it on the table then you accept jobs by going to emails and accepting stuff then you have to download the program of the um, print uh, and then you go over to your print 3d printer it 3d prints uh, you just sit there and watch it do it it just goes nah, nah, like you think it would after a few minutes you then pick up your 3D printed ornament, I guess. Walk over to the other side of the of the the room, and you put it in a box. You wrap it, and then you walk over to your door, and someone pops out of nothingness, and you give the the box to them, and you get paid. And then you just repeat the process. And I'd have a guess. After a while, you can buy new printers, new 3D printers, new 3D printer plastic card I don't know what you call it but that is what you can do on that so on all the games played this week on episode 386 I would say football manager 2024 is the best 
If anyone would like to comment on any of these games, let me know how much of an idiot I am for telling you how shite some of these games are. Um, if anyone would like to come on our 400th podcast, which will be pretty soon now, please let us know. Email us at contact at oneupgaming.co.uk and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. The movies we've been watching this week, movies are TV series. First of all, The Beekeeper. Now, this is a movie that I had no expectations for. I've not really heard much of it. But it was really fun. It was stupid, stupid fun. And in my opinion, when you have stupid fun, they're the best. I remember the movie... It's. I, I don't really want to give anything away. I don't want to tell you the plot or anything. I will just tell you one thing. There's a bandsaw. There's a, a guy and he just flops off his fingers. And he's got like three or four fingers missing. It's just stupid. I loved it. It was really fun. Um, I managed to watch the end of Marvel's Echo. And... It was okay, which is the thing I can say about a lot of the Marvel TV series. I wouldn't run out and shout how great it was. I wouldn't say it's shite. It's just not very... It's not the best. And it was just there to watch. And yeah, it's okay. Okay. And the last thing I've been watching in Spritz and Sprats. Um, you got to think of the wife. You can't just keep running into everything. <laughs> And that is a TV series called The Last Ship. And I started watching this years ago. And then it got taken off the thing I was watching. And it's back on now. So I've managed to watch near enough the full season of season one. I think there's six seasons in total. And this is basically a virus has broken out. A scientist gets sent onto a ship. Like an army, navy, not navy seals, um, the navy, big massive battleship, and they get sent to the Antarctic to do tests. They have to have the, um, they have to run silence and that like to go on and go on like message people, ring people, whatever you want to call it, like on the radio and stuff. And then it turns out that the reason why they have to run silent is because the ship and the crew weren't told what was going on it was only the scientists that knew she was out there trying to find the origins of the the virus and to get an, uh, a vaccine made and then four months later they end up coming back and then like half the world's dead it's imagine if it's like covid happened but it was like really really like you got the disease you died basically it wasn't like um, a, a sniffly nose and a cough it was like deadly and it is just a really really good series and I think this came out in 2016 so a good two, two a good three four years before Covid and it's just bloody good really enjoying it so far really fun I am so 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 looking at that and it is just amazing so I will just say that that is the everything I've been watching and playing this week um, I will say that this week's 10 minutes of nothing is talking about the Xbox situation anyone who doesn't know about it google it 
anyone that doesn't care about googling it just carry on watching the 10 minutes of nothing after this and on this podcast so yeah david here what up gaming i just remembered i said i was going to give out the xbox code uh let's have a look so on twitter uh has anyone sent a message no messages has anyone right so when's the last time it was retweeted no that was the the podcast all right so that one there has been retweeted a few times it's only had 200 views not the best um no one retweeted it that's nice thank you guys (laughs) um so I guess we'll go straight into our right so comments so right that one was that was about the red out two um so uh Bomb review, God, that's old. Who wouldn't have like and subbed? Uh, I'd like very good. Uh, can you give me Grand Theft Auto 5, please? It would be really nice of yours. No, I don't have Grand Theft Auto 5. Uh, I was searching for that game, really love to play football games that year. Hope I could win. Uh, I might just email this guy. He's been he's a, he's had a good few emails over to us, so I will say. Um, I will email this guy now. Um, I will reply to him, and I will send him a message. So if you've applied applied if you've like liked the and subscribed to the youtube channel look to your youtube comments um i'm going to email you now and then you'll have to just email us your details and then we'll get this xbox code given to you guys to you guy to you <laughs> so thank you for entering i'm not going to say the name because if you don't reply back within the next sort of like four or five days then i will give the code to someone else but i'll send you an email now so when you're watching this you'll know how long ago it was when i recorded this video but yeah i'm i'm sending this now and hopefully you'll enjoy the code so thank you for entering and i will just say thank you all it's been me david one gaming episode 300 and 86 Jesus man yeah yeah so thank you all I will go I'm I'm going home now I'm going I'm gone gone so thank you all goodbye
Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming Podcast. Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing. Hi, David here, One Up Gaming. This is going to be from episode 386 of the What Again podcast. This is our 10 minutes of nothing, where we will talk about, um, I guess we have to talk about the rumours. I mean, this is going to go out pretty late, um, but that's the happen thing that happens when you record things. Um, so we're going to talk about the rumoured Microsoft going multi-platform sort of thing. Um, if anyone doesn't know, 10 minutes of nothing is a series that we started Ironically, when we talked to John Hare, oh god, it was about five years ago now, where we were supposed to just talk for ten minutes and then cut it and put it up for the podcast. We ended up doing a two and a half hour podcast, so it stuck. The name sort of stuck, and it was just a weird, random sort of thing. But I thought, as soon as I'm doing it on myself, on myself, by myself now, um, I could just bring the feature back and actually have a stopwatch and actually just talk for ten minutes, and then that is it. So, yeah, without further ado, uh, we will just go straight into this week's show, talking about the Microsoft stuff. So I will start the timer now. So first of all, let's talk about the games rumoured to be coming out for multi-platform. So first of all, Bethesda Game Studios is Starfield. Now that is rumoured to be coming to the PlayStation 5. Um, so... I guess if you pay $69 billion for a developer, you might need to get the games out onto other things to make money. Because on Xbox, a lot of the stuff is literally just... I mean, I don't buy games on the Xbox, really. I've got the streaming sort of like Xbox service thing where I pay like £12 a month and I just download and play all the games that I want from their service. So the next game that's rumored to be coming is from Xbox Game Studios. But again, I think it's I think I do think they're owned by Bethesda. The uh, they probably don't have the developer here. But it's, it's um I can't remember the hell the name of the games. The the Resident Evil style games one and two that were out a couple of years ago. Great games. Um but so yeah I googled it. Tango Gameworks, um, or that uh, run by, founded by Shinji Mikami. No, I think they did. Didn't he do Resident Evil? Am I thinking of someone else? But anyway, The Evil Within One and Two. I was thinking of great games, amazing games, and Ghostwire Tokyo. Weird game, but still really good. So sci-fi, sci-fi, hi-fi rush, amazing little game. That looks like it's going to be coming to. PS5 and Xbox, no, Nintendo Direct, so they'll be coming to the Switch, which I'd like to see it run on the Switch. Then there's also Xbox's Sea of Thieves, made by Rare, and it looks like that's coming to Switch and PlayStation, which again, it's an old, old game now, so I don't mind that. But then there's also rumours of new games not announced yet, not not released yet, I should say. 
Indiana Jones and the Great Circle looks as though that will be coming to PS5 at some point. Now, <clears throat> what is all this sort of done? Now, for me, I think the full reasons why is simple. They've spent a hell of a lot of money buying buying game developers and they've taken years and years and years to make some of these games now I would have a guess that Microsoft board and Xbox and all these people they had a number um, set in their heads of if we can sell so many million consoles by this date then we can make our money back making these games exclusive but and now this is the, the the problem because games haven't been flowing on a regular basis for the xbox they've had a lot of delays they've had a lot of substandard sort of games coming out then that unfortunately has meant that the actual console itself just hasn't been selling as well as it maybe should and in the eyes of the overlords uh, the actual Microsoft team themselves they were thinking right if we say we buy all these teams then all these extra millions of people will subscribe to Game Pass to make so many extra million billion every year but unfortunately that Game Pass hasn't risen as high as they hoped and then because the Xbox series has like been outsold I think it's two to one by the PlayStation 5 which is quite damning in itself so yeah so PlayStation 5 has sold around double the amount of series X and S consoles So, I just think that the Xbox, their own personal box, is going to be the Game Pass box, where all their exclusive games, so-called, right, all their first-person game, first-party games, first-person, first-party games, will launch and go straight onto the Xbox day and date with game pass so you just pay your 15 20 dollars a month for the service and with that that basically means that you get these games included within the service but <clears throat> if you are on playstation or you are on nintendo devices in the future or whenever these games come to pass you will have to pay the $70 to buy each game. You won't get like the Game Pass option. Unless in the future, um, Sony and Nintendo decide to allow the Game Pass app onto their systems. Which I don't think they will allow that, to be honest. Um, they struggled like hell just to get it on the Mac. Sort of like the Apple Store. And I still think you have to go like the back ways round, right? go on through the web browser and do it through the web browser um, I might be wrong that I've changed some of the stuff but 
it seems though a lot of the big developers don't want Microsoft's Game Pass service uh, natively on their consoles. So this is the next best thing they can do. Charge 70 million, 70 dollars per game on rival systems. And I would have a guess to start with to try and stop the outrage and cry. Every single game will have at least a one-year exclusivity period, unless it's a like a massively multiplayer sort of based game. Like <clears throat> in the future, I can see a game like Sea of Thieves coming out on the the same day for every single console. Because I mean, why wouldn't you? You get a lot more players into it to get more people hyped about the game. <coughs> Whereas games like Halo and I don't know what other games I don't know what others I thought so I can see them coming out and then certain games like the Forza games I can see six months time to when they do the game of the year edition because like every game gets a game of the year edition I can see them re-releasing it and also releasing it for the PlayStation 5 so if you're on Xbox you've played the game you've had it within your subscription service you've not had to pay extra for the game but when you come to get it for other systems you have to pay a premium dollar for it and it will be six months to a year old in my opinion I, mean, I might be completely wrong, but I still think that Microsoft will sort of say that they will not stop developing consoles. They want to have their own box under the TV so they can control their development, their everything about their game. Um, but yeah, it is just a weird, weird system. Now, I am sure that we'll be getting updates in the coming months, but well, coming week maybe. But I will just say my final thoughts. In my opinion, this was they the the teams couldn't say that they were making these games for PlayStation Five. They wanted to be not. They're not coming out. They're not coming out. Just so it gave people the chance to buy the Xboxes to catch up and get closer to the PlayStation 5 sales and then they wouldn't have to announce that they were going multi-platform because the sales had helped and kept them going but because they haven't kept going then they've had to announce the fact that they have to go multi-platform to help steady the ships um, I don't know if that makes sense to a lot of people, but to me it does. Because if I was to say, oh, we're not going to make that Halo game just for this machine, we're going to make it for that one as well, that you've already got, then why am I paying $500 for this other machine when I've already got the other one? So, that makes sense to me. And that, my friends, is 10 minutes. So that is the 10 minutes of nothing. Hopefully my ramblings have made some sort of sense. And... Yeah, so thank you for watching. It's been me, David, One Up Gaming. Uh, episode 386 of the One Up Gaming podcast. 
and it's been the 10 minutes of nothing. So thank you all for watching. It's been me, David, One Up Gaming, episode 386 of the One Up Gaming podcast. We've given away the EA Sports FC code on Xbox. Uh, if you enjoy that, please tweet us. Please um, leave comments on our videos. It helps us get more people, more views, I guess, and more subscribers, more things. And the more we get, the more giveaways we can do. I am applying for giveaways and things like that. Um, but yeah, thank you all for watching. Please go to our website, which is oneupgaming.co.uk. Um, we have an Etsy store. So just go on there. You can buy t-shirts and hats and cups and mugs and things. Subscribe, like and share the video. If you're watching this, please do all that. Uh, comment it really helps when you comment and when if you're listening to this um, subscribe to us and leave positive feedback and all that kind of good stuff um, I, I guess that's it so thank you all for watching it's been me David thank you all for listening again always me David and we will say thank you goodbye and yeah See ya! <laughs>